Resuming Nerd World Order Broadcast Dynatherms connected Initiating broadcast signal in gentlemen and knights of the nerd world order this is the nerd world order broadcast i'm the man that you call dukes and to my right here comes the booyah what's up it's your boy joe what's good everybody and to my other other right weighing in at 178 adamantium filled pounds coming straight out of krakoa alfonso x-man flores g to my other 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 right <laughs> Coming from Jurassic Park, it's the Jurassic Classic himself, Steven. That was the best intro ever. <laughs> no, this is the best intro ever. <laughs> interesting fact about this guy, League of Legends was called League um, of Moderately Interesting People before Gabe started playing. Ladies, gentlemen, and knights, this is Gabe. I can't believe that's the first thing people even hear about. <laughs> <laughs> My reputation is destroyed. <laughs> what reputation? Okay, gentlemen, uh, let's get into this Nerd World Order broadcast. Nerd World Order broadcast is the official broadcast of the Nerd World Order community. Today, we have with us uh, two scholars of cinema. We have Gabe and we have Steven, direct from the cult pop cast. How you gentlemen doing? We're here, and we're. I'm excited. I don't know about Gabe. Gabe. I don't know what I'm doing here, Dukes, but I feel great. <laughs> Gabe resorts to uh, voices when he feels uncomfortable. I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. I uh, let's see here. I think I got some funny voices myself, and I know Joe's got a few as well. X, do you have any funny voices for us? <clears throat> oh, funny means funny. Funny means nobody gets left behind. Oh, that was a good one. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, so let me start off by telling the Knights of the Nerd World Order a little bit about the Cult Popcast. Um, they have been instrumental in the progress that we've had in the Nerd World Order. As far as just so you guys know, Steven's been behind the scenes helping me out with audio. Uh, we get a lot of inspiration from the show. And when I say that these guys are scholars of cinema, that's really an understatement. So for a long time, I've been wanting to have the guys on the show. Uh, Joe and I have been talking about it for a while, and they were introduced to us by the X-Man himself. And so the opportunity to introduce the Nerd World Order to the guys that we talk about on a regular basis, the guys we talk to on a regular basis, I'm just excited to make this happen. Let's start off with the basics. Gabe, Stephen, Stephen, Gabe, in no particular order. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Stephen, you want to take, take the lead on me? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how to, I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm not really great about of speaking about myself. I, in, unless it happens naturally, I can say I'm married. <laughs> I have two kids. 
that are that are fresh, fresh out of the womb. Uh, and yeah, I love film. I love television, all sorts of media. And Gabe and I met in film school. In the summer of '95. <laughs> that's not. That's not true. Um, but we met in film school because I went back to school after I had already gotten a degree in something else. Uh, let's call it theology. And then I, <laughs> and that's, then, what that's what it was. And then uh, I went back to school because I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I want to, I want to do something in film. So, and then I met Gabe there, and Gabe was immediately someone that I was, uh, I was going to say attracted to, <laughs> but, but I was interested in because he he stood apart from being um, just a little bit. Uh, more down to earth, I guess, and and he seemed to he seemed to have the it factor that I like in friends, and then uh, kind of stood out from the the weird film school crowd. Yes, like the pretentious scumbags. <laughs> he was always down to just have a normal conversation. Everyone else uh, was a little strange. Uh, film school is a weird place. Uh, and then he decided to quit film school and then ghosted me for like six years. Yeah, I abandoned you. That was an actual thing that happened. I did. And then I ran into, I went into a ch Chinese food restaurant and he was working the counter. Found me. And I said, what the f are you doing here right now? <laughs> I'm serving Chinese food. And <laughs> you should come work at the place that I work, uh, which is a film place. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. IMAX. We work in IMAX place. Yeah. And... Here we are. We just scrape the stars every night. Gabe, Gabe, uh, and then I was like, we should start a podcast. And he's like, yeah, I've always wanted to do that. And I was yeah. like, we should do it then. We love talking all the movies that are happening. Yeah, it is interesting. Sometimes I'll catch our, I'll catch ourselves discussing something just out in the other room because we're in the place where we work right now. And I'm like, we like the 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 podcast that that. We record that everyone hears is just actual conversation that happens between us in a very natural kind of flowing way. And 2019 was such a crazy year for movies too. I yeah. think it was like right January of 2020, right before the pandemic mm -hmm. that we started doing the cast. And then uh, that sort of carried us through the quarantine because uh, everyone else had left work and it was just basically <laughs> me and Steven here. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's true. That's true. It's passion. Like the thing, mm -hmm. We, we love talking movies and other stuff. It's not just movies. We do like music sometimes and uh, video games. Occasionally, I think we did a book once. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 99 was our book. Yeah, we did. a. Oh, yeah, we did Dune. That was, that was rad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, me, I, I'm a little bit younger than the average uh, age, I think, of this cast. <laughs> but I fell in love uh, with video games first and then movies and books and stuff like that came a little bit later. I wore out the VHS of the original Star Wars trilogy as a kid. Uh, and then it was later in life when I finally found out about everything else, like comics. And so I, I was late to the game for stuff like that. So, but superhero movies and I've been, I've guys. been catching them up for the last couple of years. Yeah. Steven's given me a, a crash course and <laughs> everything from Spider-Man to Batman to food. Yeah, food as well. Have we done a food review? I think we did. We a should do a food cast. Yeah, we did a fake sponsor from Psychar Donuts once. That was fun. 
<laughs> yeah, I represent Sidecar. Donuts are amazing. I love yeah. your commercials. We need to do more. Anyway, sorry. We that's could, uh, that's it. We me. can talk. <laughs> we can talk. Yeah, I like I like I follow a lot of games still. Like yeah, uh, like not classic, but like current video games. So that's I guess where hmm. my my niche is like less uh, comic oriented and more mm -hmm. video. Games. Gabe, let me ask you a question. Have you at all played Elden Ring yet? I haven't played it yet, but I've been checking it out a lot, and it looks super dope. What have you been checking it out on? You mean like how have I been watching? Like what platform? Yeah, what you... I watch some Twitch TV. It's a live streaming broadcast website, and not as much gaming as it used to be. Now it's there's some weird stuff on there, but yeah, weird like what? Uh, you know, all kinds of stuff, Stephen. You could find people broadcasting themselves eating dinner or like walking uh, the streets of a foreign country and all kinds of stuff but uh yeah i've been watching a lot of elden ring lately and it looks amazing that's the kind of game you can mm -hmm. really get lost in mm -hmm. and those are the kind of games that typically like the single player you know fantasy sci-fi rpg is where is where i can like sink hours and you know all that time into mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i love that stuff mm -hmm. i'll probably pick it up pretty soon have you played joe well <clears throat> I, I told my son to download it. He's kind of confiscated my PS5. What? So he so he's downloaded the game and I'm like, yo, let me play. He's like, yo, wait. He goes, I'm gonna end up playing it more than you We're end up playing it. And I'm like, I still want to play it because you know it looks dope. And like everyone, everyone at work is playing the game, whether it's PC or console, everyone's playing the game. And I'm like, it's super hard because I guess Dark Souls made it, right? Oh yeah, it's yeah, those guys. So it's super hard. But yeah, so. I think it's a little more accessible because this one's a little bit more of an open world, you know, kind of mm -hmm. like a Breath of the Wild that last Zelda game. Is it not Dark Souls? It's basically a Dark Souls game. It's Dark Souls, yeah. but it's a different. It's Dark a different Souls title. Okay, I didn't. Know. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's the same people that make Dark Souls. Yeah. yeah. It's dope. That's what's intriguing about your podcast because you know I can talk to Gabe about video games. I can talk to Stephen about the superhero movies that he's catching you up on, and you're catching him up on video games. It's it's a, it's a beautiful family. We like to we like to cover a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Um, on the cast, not just lock ourselves into one mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's whatever we're passionate about typically at the moment. So. I I kind of like when we started the cast. I thought we should do like well I I before I I brought Gabe into it. I was thinking like I should start like a Marvel cast or something. Is Marvel's trending? A lot of Marvel casts immediately get popular, especially if they're good. And I, I have a lot of strong opinions about Marvel, whether they're po like popular opinions or not, it doesn't matter. But um, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like focus our, our podcast into one thing. Um, I wanted to, to like, ha I want to be able to talk about anything at any time. And that's kind of the, the kind of basis for our podcast. I'd say is I, I like the freedom to be able to like, like we even have a couple of what we call ideology episodes where like we, we discuss capitalism for like an episode. And so those are, those are always interesting too. There's actually one of our uh, more popular episodes, which is weird, but crazy. True. <laughs> People want to know what that's all about. Mm -hmm. What is capitalism? <laughs> <laughs> so what were your introductions into fandoms or nerd culture? Steven's got many. Oh, I could talk for hours <laughs> about that. 
Like I'm not like I could literally talk for hours about that. My introduction, I should say, in the film was seeing Jurassic Park in '93. I was six, and uh, blew my mind. Even even when I saw, even even being six years old, I immediately started to try to find behind the scenes. Uh, that was a that was a good call when you were like Jurassic Classic. I was like, damn. I felt, I felt known in that moment when you said that, but um, <laughs> I, I would pull, I would find like books on the shelves, like in grocery stores that had like Steven Spielberg and, and completely dedicated to the behind the scenes of Jurassic Park. I was six years old and I was like looking for like, how did they make that movie? And so I, I've been interested in that from a very early age. Earlier than that, I mean, it was, I was drawing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was like three or four years old. Uh, I remember drawing some really awesome uh, TM and TNMT coming out of sewers and stuff. Um, and then uh, what happened after that? Power Rangers, because I was targeted at my demographic when I was that age. Um, eventually got into a little bit different stuff like like x-files huge x-files fan big loss fan started reading comics when i think i was like 13 it was right before spider-man came out the first one um started reading x-men uncanny x-men like the actual book x-men uncanny x-men and there was the other one astonishing i think started coming out in 2005 ish um and then was reading spider-man a lot and then i started picking up like more ancillary stuff like image and dark horse and stuff like that so i i've been pretty acquainted for the better part of a couple decades with comic comic book culture like actually reading comics um i haven't for the last few years as i've had kids but uh yeah i i mean i i could feel like i can hang in most nerd conversations because i it's what occupies my mind space even last night i was spent a good hour and a half before bed trying to acquaint myself with the the varieties of dinosaurs from how they appear in jurassic park to how they actually are in real life <laughs> from from the new discoveries that have taken place in, in archaeology and stuff so uh, steven don't don't be afraid to or embarrassed to mention pokemon yeah, where's that? Where's that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, uh, I do like Pokemon. I have caught them all. Nice. <laughs> Several times over. <laughs> and I've been playing the new game also as well. How is that, by the way, Arceus? Really good. Arceus. Uh, it's Arceus around the world. It's Arceus here because people thought that Americans are stupid. <laughs> Well, that's that's one opinion, yeah. <laughs> but it's a really good game. It's the best, one of the best Pokemon games that's been out in a while. So, nice. Yeah. Speaking of games, I know you're more of a, a gamer than a stereotypical nerd, uh, Gabe. What was your introduction into gaming? I grew up with uh, Halo. You know, from the very beginning, that was sort of where I started to sink my teeth into pop culture and specifically like genre stuff like like sci-fi i mentioned like wearing out star wars via vhs tapes but it was like it was halo that really got me into 
the like having an imagination as a kid into like like the mythology behind crazy sci-fi opera fantasy stuff so growing up with that was pretty integral to to my um, development i guess or like what what i liked and what i thought was possible and in uh, world building i think because that's that's my first love is like world building and i'll spend and i know steven does this too sometimes i'll spend you know hours in a given day just like in my head in my own headspace yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes at work even just like creating uh you, do you procrastinate kid? no i don't i don't do that no yeah we're, 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 <laughs> in case we're being recorded now no i don't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah you're always so being recorded you are being recorded right yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i will um uh, that it was it was Halo that really that really galvanized that imagination as a kid for me, and I I would attribute you know Halo was kind of like my Pokemon. It was my um, for me, man. yeah. For comic books, it was my uh, my respite, you know, too, because I moved around a lot as a kid. But so I, I would spend a lot of time, even if I didn't have like an Xbox or whatever, I would like you know be on you know youtube in the beginning of the youtube days like trying to find like what's latest in, in gaming and stuff like that so hmm. that's that's kind of how i grew up and then you know i didn't get into other stuff like mobas until later on that's why you mentioned <laughs> mentioned league of legends but that's, that's kind of where that's kind of where we're at now Halo's where it started and leagues where we're at so lee i can't i still can't believe you said league of legends for game that's such a good call yeah how did you did you like you, do, must, you listen to the arcane we, episode? Yeah, we listened to the cold podcast. See how easy that was on. You're reading it off the screen, Joe. I see you reading <laughs> it off the screen. Bro, have you um have you played the new Halo? Were you thoughts on that? Uh I haven't played Halo Infinite. I've been following that stuff very closely though, just because I'm very curious. I Halo kind of uh as the kids would say, fell off <laughs> uh, a little bit a few years ago with Halo Five. I think that was in 2015. You are the kids, though. Aren't you? I I'm not the kids. I you know. Halo's coming out with a show in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never been so anxious. I think for a, <laughs> for a show than with the, the Halo show has been in production hell for 15 years. So, what and, platform uh, is it coming out on? It's Paramount, Paramount. Plus. <laughs> oh, After gosh. going through several hands and like. A bunch of showrunners. I was watching Paramount Plus two nights ago. What were you watching? Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> oh, there you go. Some classics. Yeah. Yeah, Paramount Plus is like a drug dealer of uh, of uh, streaming services. Like, oh yeah, we'll give you the first one free, but then we get you hooked. Yes, and they're really banking on Halo too to to kind of buff that that uh, resume. They're they're launching ads right now where it's like obscure Paramount Plus, uh, you know, franchise characters, right? Uh, or people that they've brought into the platform, and then it's like they're all like doing singing the Halo theme. Right. Is it the one who goes? I said a boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say Halo. No. Halo. That's not the Beyonce. <laughs> no. Yeah. You can be my Halo. It's that Gregorian <laughs> chant. Halo, Halo. <laughs> it's weird. I can't wait to tear that show a new one when it finally comes uh, out. It's later this month, I think. It's in. It's in a couple weeks. It's late March. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to hear your analysis on that one. Yeah, it's I oh man, even now I could tell you so much about what they're doing with that, but it'd probably be a waste of airtime. <laughs> yeah, that's uh what was the question? <laughs> Who are you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, I have been following Halo. Halo Infinite, uh there's some good and some bad, it's kind of a mixed bag. 
but ultimately what I think they want to do is set up like uh, another, you know, 10 years of Halo with Halo Infinite, kind of like Bungie did with Destiny. They want to make a games as a service type of platform. So they're going to be putting all kinds of uh, DLCs and expansions on that and, and just see what happens. I don't think it's going to do as well. I, everyone's trying to get on, get in on the latest thing, you know, regardless of the industry. And right now it, for video games, it's like games as a platform. So they're going to like, mm. they're going to sell the game up front with a mm. small amount of content. And then they say they support that, you know, in little bursts throughout the next, how many years they want to run yeah, with that. Yeah. But it was, it was, you know, kind of an underwhelming start. And they were plagued with some some issues at launch, but I think we'll see what happens. You know, I'm not as precious with Halo as I was as a kid because I'm older now and my interests are kind of in a different place. I love horror stuff now. Uh, I, I I could talk your ear off about stuff that's going on there. I don't think we've done as many horror podcasts mm -hmm. as I. I enjoyed the last one that you do. Was it the Empty Room? The Empty yeah. Man. The yeah. Empty Man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. If you guys ever like want to get spooked out a little bit, you should check that movie out. It's pretty good. Or you could always ask Gabe, and I'll give you some wrecks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's that's where I live now. Or like little like weird science fiction, like like we had Possessor a mm -hmm. year and a half ago, and that was that was Cronenberg's kid made that movie, and that was great. Mm -hmm. I love Cronenberg stuff. All that classic campy eighties uh, vintage, you know sci-fi i love that stuff from from the bad stuff to the good stuff like ridley scott's alien that's those are like my favorite things now as i've kind of grown up and i and i'm looking farther back into the past for you know the things that it, that kind of laid the groundwork for what you know science fiction and horror is yeah, and that's what inspires things today like stranger things for example is a perfect like pull like was inspired by ghostbusters that yeah. yeah all that mm -hmm. stuff the thing love it that's my favorite stuff. You're leading right into the next question. What's your favorite movie or TV show? Of all time? All time, all time. Oh, Ooh, wait. That's going to be tough. They, yeah. they struggle with their top 10. <laughs> and they're that's always true. switching it up on your podcast. Uh, I got a uh, Joe, Joe knows. Joe knows. Uh, can't, 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 does it have to be one? <laughs> like, can I pick... Can I pick a movie and a TV show or just one or the other? Sure, why not? Gabe, Gabe you go. Let's <laughs> <laughs> it out, man. Uh, mine's, mine's pretty easy. I, it, for me, like the way I determine like what my favorite thing ultimately is, like if someone were to ask me this question, which doesn't happen very often, but it's a thing that I usually will first, the, the first thing that comes to mind, the thing that is kind of, at the base of you know whatever i'm thinking about like when i when i'm trying to think of my own inspirations a uh, movie probably has got to be um honestly really scott's blade runner uh in, in 82 is probably my favorite movie uh you sometimes depending on the day you know how you catch me it might be kubrick's space odyssey or uh or alien which is another scott movie Honestly, the fact that really Scott did Alien and Blade Runner like within a few years of each other and back to back is crazy. So I'd, it'd probably have to be one of those. Totally. But show show would be harder for me. I'd probably have to pick something pretty modern, um, and I, I wouldn't know for sure what to say there. 
I know I might I might have to second what Stephen will probably say, which might be lost. But um, I don't know. It's I think in recent years it's probably been dark. Dark was a Netflix original show from Germany that yeah, really incredible. Really blew my mind uh, in so many ways. But that's that's kind of uh, modern bias or whatever you call it. Yeah. yeah, but it's also good enough to hold up against like an, a, the test of comparing it to other works, past works. Uh, the creator of that, his name is Baron Boodar, German fellow. And he's making a new show right now for Netflix because they're really banking on him called 1899. And it's coming out, I think, this year. I think so. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. But Dark is an incredible show. Uh, but personally, Lost is definitely my favorite. I'm <laughs> Gabe will tell you, I'm a, I'm a hugely nostalgic person. And my nostalgia, my idealism, and, and my lust for escapism for the past things is just it, it, regardless of whether something came out today that would, might be a better show than Lost, Lost for me as a show, and what Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse did with that show. Uh, and what I and where I was at that point in my life when I experienced it, it, it all kind of ties together to to be now my favorite thing. And, and it's hard to surpass. I just watched Devs, which impacted me in a similar way that Lost did when I experienced Lost. Experiencing Devs at this point in my life hit me in the same way. And I I would say it's also up there with like one of my favorites now. Um, uh, and there's Twin Peaks along with Twin Peaks and Twin Peaks the return and, and what David Lynch did um, and then there's X-Files as well you could throw that in there but but uh, yeah, yeah Lost takes the cake because it just it was there first it's like my first love kind of thing and so then Jurassic Park is my favorite film because of that as well but you know I have I have many other favorite films I have many leather bound books yeah <laughs> I really like The Shining a lot. It's one of my faves. The remake? <laughs> no, not Doctor Sleep. <laughs> which was a, which was an interesting film. Yeah, The Shining. Yeah, Shining. Did you guys do an episode on Dark? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Ah, I think we it was have to go back and find that one. It was like twenty something or thirty something, really early on. That was a juicier one. I think we, we kind of ran. We ran had we had like five or six people on that episode, and it took me forever to edit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Dark is good. There, that is such a rich my my favorite stuff, and I'll I, I'll stop after this because you got me rambling now. <laughs> it's all the stuff that is richest. This is why I like Blade Runner so much. It's the stuff that is richest in tone and atmosphere, mm -hmm. and like complete immersion. And for me, Dark is something that every aspect of the the filmmaking completely supported the like the voice and the identity of the show. And it just blew me away, like from start to finish, even though I wish it would have taken more time to flesh out the things it was doing at the end. Uh, for what it is, it's probably still up there for me. It's very good. I want to take a second here and have about, you know, give you a confession. Um, I haven't seen Blade Runner. What? 
Dude, Alfie doesn't watch a lot of things, man. I own it. I bought it on DVD a long time ago. Three cuts of it. There's three cuts now. Yeah, there's four cuts. That's a lot of work. Which one do I want to watch? You watch the final cut. The final cut. Yeah. Watch the final. And one. I will say, I sometimes I think of like uh, Denny's new Blade Runner as my favorite film because it's, it's kind really of a different good. way. Yeah. The new Blade Runner was just an insane movie, both in terms of like. Respecting the original and also bringing it into the next like era of filmmaking and cinema, it was like complete a complete masterpiece in my opinion. Yeah, I think and I'll fight on I'll die on that hill. <laughs> I think Denny Villeneuve is like uh, our favorite filmmaker. I think we would agree on that. Like that's working today. We stand in. Yeah, I think I think we're in agreement. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. And Denny mm-hmm. does have that moons over Miami too. So. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I haven't been to Denny's in years. Dude, that's I what's dope to... about like uh, Stephen and Gabe. Because like, if someone prepared a meal for me and gave it to me, and I would eat it, I'd be like, "That's pretty good." Where these two were like, "I can taste this, and this taste derives from this person here. And if this person doesn't make it that way, it it, it goes this way." And there's another dude that was influenced by this guy to make this certain type of egg that you like that's made that made into this little meal that you're eating. And like that fascinates me every time I listen to you guys' podcast is you guys always break it down for me where I'm like, I didn't know that. I would never yeah. think about that. It's very I, interesting. And I hope awesome. so. I hope I hope I mean I'll be the first to say that I'm I'm pretty lacking even in my like knowledge of, of film and like filmmaking. Like I'm constantly. I haven't seen so many things. Like it's being I, modest. No, no, I'm dead. Like I haven't seen The Godfather. You're, you're cute. People, people <laughs> kill me when they that. But there's, there's a lot of people even working in the industry. I think I was watching a behind the scenes of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with, with Leonardo DiCaprio and um, Brad Pitt, like, like confessing the films that they haven't seen. They haven't seen like Gone with the Wind, like very classic films, and and. And you don't have to see everything, but you know, to be well versed just means like, you know, just be curious and go try to find new stuff. And, and mm-hmm. you know, that's the one thing I, I love doing it, like on our podcast. Like, I, I want to break it down to a point where it's like, it's easy for someone to be like, oh, okay, like I, I get it. You know, I like I like saying things in as plain language as possible. Opening the door for people to kind of find their own way into movies, into the history yeah. of movies. Yeah. Or anything, because yeah. everyone's like, you know, it, you should never be afraid to like check something out. That's for sure. Yeah, curiosity is key in this world. Mm-hmm. But I would never want to recommend certain weird stuff, you know, that I love, especially old. You would never want to recommend. No, no, no. I mean, you know, you can't just recommend like. You can. Like vintage, like some some of the crazy Cronenberg stuff that I love. You can with parents. a warning. I would never say, "Mom, you gotta watch Video <laughs> right now." Watch Video Drum, Mom. <laughs> yeah, I would never say that to my mom because I because they're not you know it's not they're not ready for it, but they're yeah. just not. They're not ready. They're not ready. <laughs> it's been out for years. They're still not ready. <laughs> no, but yeah, but it is fun to do the cast for that reason. So yeah. kind of put it out there, and if people want it, you know, because you might see like two episodes next to each other one of them is completely interesting to you and you'll check that episode out yeah. you'll see the one before and you'll be like oh i don't really care about that at all but it's there for you if you want if you want to taste it if you want to taste it, if you really want to taste yeah. it <laughs> 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 yeah there's one tongue twister that uh joe and alfonso know i'm gonna get wrong every single time 
Can you explain the origin of the name, the Colt Popcast? <laughs> Shamefacedly, Gabe, go ahead. There's a great non-story to that, uh, to the answer to that question. Yeah. What? When when we were when we first wanted to start doing something like this uh, in the beginning of 2020, we we workshopped a lot of potential names. And pop culture is something that's like cornered to death for podcasts, uh, both as like a, a theme and as a naming convention. Like NPR has something I think we wanted to use. Like the first thought was, oh, what if we were just the pop culture podcast? Because that's pretty to the point and gets you know, the clicks, I guess, so to speak. And so we, we played with a few ideas. I think at one point we had, uh, what was it? it? I don't know. Oh, we kept getting pretty weird. <laughs> it was like pop, like pop up or something like it was like, pop. but yeah, we, we liked pulp. We liked cops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we settled on this one. I think I loved it because it was a, a stupid tongue twister. It's, <laughs> there you go, Alan. It's yeah. the, the words pop and cult like are derived from pop culture. Mm -hmm. Um and we also like the idea of like kind of culty, kind of more pulpy things, like I was saying. And then it's a podcast, so we threw the cast on it. So and there's actually another podcast entitled The Popcast. And I we knew that because it was it existed before we started, but we were like, whatever. The main thing was we, I think we wanted to do one that hadn't been done before and so the, one, the main reason i fell in love with it was because on a meta level like steven said it had the cold meta level the, the cold angle to it and especially for some like we like to sometimes get pretty deep into occasionally what we're talking about and so that that cold angle oh, i was the crash course the crash course, or the pop culture crash the crash pop course? culture crash course yeah it was just <laughs> a novel. it was a mess oh my god we're not we're not branding geniuses but we, I think this is just the kind of the one we settled for. So. See, that's, yeah. I'm showing the old old logo pop culture podcast. Yeah, we workshopped a couple things, but we didn't really uh, have any focus groups or you know stuff. So we didn't know what we were doing. I we should also know. say there was a time pressure because we our first episodes because we're coming up on the the Academy Awards this year, which is the third time that we'll be covering it. The first time we did was the first nine episodes or 10 episodes of our podcast. And so we, we were like, we got to start putting stuff out because the Academy Awards are like two or three weeks away. So there was this time pressure of like picking a name so we could just start putting out episodes. Just do it. And, and I, yeah, it was, it was a total like mistake. I don't know. <laughs> I think the first couple episodes you guys, you know, played around with like, we're probably going to change it. Yeah, yeah, we've we've joked about. I, I still brand. think about changing it. I'm like, I I kind of. <laughs> At some point, we'll just do a sequel podcast and just. Yeah, we'll we'll hit 999 episodes, which is like the limit that you can put online as a podcast, and and we'll just do something else. Just do the pop culture podcast. Depending on one, if one of us dies or uh, ghosts each other again, retires. Yeah, the name of your show is just that ugly child that you have to love. Yeah, and and we have learned to love it in that way. Yeah, truly, truly, madly, deeply. <laughs> yeah, it's also fun. We get to play with that. thumbnails on on the on like Spotify, and we've done some cool stuff. Uh, specifically, Steven. Steven's done some really cool stuff with the thumbnails, and we'll have like a uh, 
like a naming convention, but with the images that we use. So like we'll use the blue for, for movies and we'll use the green for TV, right? Mm. And then some, yeah, sometimes we'll do like different special stuff, like for- Orange, white, pink. Yeah. Get a red. Red. And it's it, like, no one really cares, but it's, it's no just one a cares. fun, it's a fun thing to like, for, for someone who does care, they have something a little bit to, to chew on there. Was, like, yellow, oh, was yellow specifically for Invincible? Yeah. The yellow and blue was yeah. dope for Invincible. Yeah, I like when you guys change the colors. Devs had a really sick one. <coughs> that you probably only know if you, if you watched we, it. We, have, get it. we have more coming in. I didn't get it when I watched it or when I listened to it, yeah. but now I get it because I've seen it. Yeah. So. <laughs> it helps to know. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> the more. <laughs> So speaking of the more, you know, um, you know, I think for me personally, I get a lot out of the show. Like when you guys were talking about dark, I watched dark, didn't care for ep or excuse me, season three, but now I'm thinking I should go back and rewatch it because you guys speak so highly of it. What do you well, hope that listeners get out of listening to the cult podcast? The philosophy is in the bio, which is that, uh, I really struggle with the bio because I've wanted to change it so many times and I have changed it so many times, but I, I think, I don't even think it's in there anymore. No, maybe not. Yeah. I've never read your bio. It's, yeah, it's, I think it says a pop culture <laughs> podcasts for casual listeners and critical thinkers, but oh, man, what that, that Alan, that's a really hard, I mean, it's not a hard question. It's just, I think about it a lot, actually, because I, I, uh, I think I think deep down, here's me, here's me getting really deep. Here's my theology degree coming out. I think deep down, like we as humans, always, like everybody wants to be uh, recognized or noticed for something. And when when I was thinking about like doing a podcast at all, I was like. You know what would I what I, what would I what kind of legacy would I want to leave behind? What uh, what would I want to be known for? Like, if you know, I'm kind of always thinking, and this is sort of a, a morbid thought, but if I like died tomorrow, like what what's the last thing I want people to hear? And so, ultimately, I just hope people ha like have a good time and enjoy themselves. So that's something I I try to live by because i think having fun is part of like it's one of the best parts of life like, you should, everything should be fun in my opinion unless it sucks then it can't be fun but you know if we can make everything fun then it should be and then secondly that i hope they learn something and i think that's why i mean i i was i said this in jest earlier but you know curiosity is key to life like like i think the more a person is curious the more they can learn and the more you learn, the more knowledge you gain and the more knowledge you have, the more power you have mm -hmm. uh, just in the world, the more you can do with that knowledge. And that starts with curiosity. Uh, I used to have an Albert Einstein quote that said something about curiosity. I think he said, he said, it said something like, I'm not, smart or something I'm, I'm only passionately curious and i and i really love that because uh it kind of defines what i 
what I want the podcast to be is, is to explore the curiosity and the passion that we have. Because oftentimes people don't listen to people that aren't passionate. So the more you're passionate about a subject, the more you know, I think people will listen to a person who's passionate. And so that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from. I don't know what Gabe thinks though about that. It's a little different for me. On a superficial level, it is just fun to talk and shoot about, you know, the stuff that's happening. Uh, and movies and, and uh, shows are just kind of like one of the, the most um, readily accessible and biggest, uh, most exciting like t topics to cover. I don't know. It, it aligns with our interests pretty much dead on, which is why we do that stuff mostly. Mm -hmm. But I mean, to dig into it a little bit more, like my person, my personal philosophy is that no matter what the, the shape it takes or the texture that it has, that art is always something that is meant to provoke a response. And I think that's when, you know, it's good art is when it does that and it really challenges you. And so uh, to kind of have a forum to make a space available, um, even though it takes the, the form of just uh, two people talking in a room, mm -hmm. but to, to kind of use that as a launching point for, you know, the, not that we have a community, but to have that potential there, I think is, is an incredible opportunity to, to make a space where for people can just, you know, come together and talk about that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, whether or not, like I said, it's just to enjoy it for what it is or potentially to really deconstruct and break it apart you know, like Joe says, and maybe give that person the chance to see something that wasn't there for them on a, on an initial viewing. And so that's, that's the most rewarding part of it for me is to, uh, you know, like Steven said, even if we're not the smartest people in the room, which is funny because there's only ever us two in the room. <laughs> uh, it, it's just, there's always something you can take away from what you're watching or what you're reading or what you're, you know, <laughs> flipping the pages through. Mm -hmm. So uh, we try to look for those things. And there are times when we, you know, we'll bring something up in a cast and it is like hearing it for the first time for the other person. And that, that little moment of discovery is one of the things that I think keep it so exciting and so fresh. Uh, mm -hmm. And just, I mean, we have a pretty good chemistry. So that those things are pretty frequent you know, those moments are frequent of, uh, it, you know, of, of discovery. I don't know. We're constantly like, it's like trying to get, you know, chasing the high of not only the content, but like, uh, deconstructing the content. I don't know. Yeah. I'm probably just not making it. No, 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 no. You are. I, <laughs> I would just like to add that I agree with him. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I keep thinking of this, there's this proverb or maxim or whatever. I don't know who said it, but it's, Art is meant to uh, disturb the comfortable and to comfort the disturbed. And so it's kind of a, it's an, a unique opportunity. Anyone can make a podcast, right? Anyone can put their mm -hmm. voice out in the world in 2022. But it, but there's a unique opportunity to, to, uh, to do it in such a way that is like yeah. uh, open and warm and welcoming to, uh, you know, anyone. So yeah, to, 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 there's no barrier to admittance. And you can just kind of listen and hopefully, you know, enjoy it or take something away from it. And that's at the end of the day, you know, all I can hope for. Yeah. Or find something new. Yeah. Yeah. Something you may not have heard about. And then that becomes your favorite thing. It's crazy.
that's what happened with devs for me just like li- literally like in the past couple of weeks so so you know one of the things that gabe said was um you know you, you never want to be the smartest person in the room or something to that effect and you know that's really why i love uh listening to you guys and being on your show because i feel like uh for myself and for joe and you know i know alfonso came on recently but we've really elevated our game or tried to elevate our game listening to you guys you know whether it be from a production value I was working on an episode and I seriously thought to myself, Steven is going to think this sounds like crap. (laughs) (laughs) And it did, but he didn't, he didn't message me and tell me it sounds like crap, but it did. Um, So just, I really appreciate, you know, not just what you guys bring to the podcast, but also number one, how you've helped us out. uh, But number two, just what you bring every time with your podcast listeners get something out of it but i think podcasters really appreciate the thought that you put into your episodes um the the amount of um research that you do on your episodes and just from production value uh steven i remember listening to the spider-man episode and i to this day will say it's up there with any large production company that pushes out podcasts all the time. It's like mm-hmm. the best thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys are just amazing. What are your plans or what do you have ready for the rest of 2022? <laughs> <laughs> Steven, Steven has a ledger, man. He has an I'll itinerary. Sh- I'll show you. Oh, yeah. He's always tracking stuff that's coming out. To quote John Hammond from Jurassic Park. <laughs> There, there's how like, did you do this there's the immediate stuff which is like you. the next few weeks or or backlog stuff that we want to get out as soon as possible yeah but there's always new stuff that is coming out that we don't even know about yet uh that's okay that's so true what he said so i made a huge list there's all the stuff of the year for film and then all the stuff of the year for television and then there's stuff that's not listed yet as far as uh there being a date for it so we have dates for everything. And then obviously with television, we try to wait until the episodes, or sorry, until the all of the episodes have come out for that series to do an episode about it. And uh, so so when the television episode premieres, you know, usually it's like eight to 10 weeks later until we actually sit down to talk about it. Um, but then there's a bunch of stuff like Gabe said that just comes like, it just randomly pops up because streaming services for whatever reason, they don't really announce their stuff. They, they do like a couple weeks or maybe a month before it comes out. And you're like, what's this? This looks cool. I've never even heard of it. And so we, we're constantly adding and changing that list. Um, this is going to be a crazy year, I think. This year is so, there's so much crap. I'm like, how do we, how do we stay afloat and keep our jobs? Uh, <laughs> and support our families. Yeah, yeah. I'm always kind of thinking like, can we do less? Like I want to do less. Cause I'm, I feel like we're doing so many episodes. Cause then there's the stuff we're actually passionate about. Like we, <laughs> we recorded an anime episode called uh, neon Genesis Evangelion. Like we recorded that episode back in November and it's been sitting there unedited because I've been trying to stay current with like all the media and content that's coming out, but got to ride the wave. And I think we're finally going to put it out here soon. 
uh, in the next couple of weeks. But then we have we have the Academy Award season, and then all the Marvel stuff starts dropping. You got Moon Knight, you got mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, you got a bunch of A twenty four movies that are coming out. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once, whatever the name of that movie is called. Yeah. Um, after Yang just came out, I haven't seen it yet. Um, but I, you know, I, we could do an episode about that if it's good. That's another thing too, is like, sometimes we'll watch something or I'll watch something or Gabe will watch something and then we'll try to recommend it to each other. Much like you did with like archive 81. That was, that was something where I was like, should we do an episode about this? And we decided, yeah, it's worth it because like tonally it kind of meets to like where we think like the pulpy culty aspect of our show kind of lies. I think you were spot on with that recommendation. But yeah, it, it's it's like look if you go on <laughs> just Google and go, you know, movies 2022 or whatever and look at the list or television shows, you can see like we're we have our finger on everything. Like uh I'm currently watching Euphoria, I'm on season 2. We might do an episode about that. Um and we're always trying to occasionally worm stuff in from the past too. Like, yeah. Like we just did two in the last few episodes from 2020. Yeah. So stuff, stuff comes out of the woodwork that either we're just in for the moment for really no reason, or in the case of archive 81, it was to provide, I guess, greater context for that specific cast. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like, we were going to keep talking about things that reminded us that we might as well just do a cast on that. Yeah, and I'm always trying to keep it relevant. So that's why we spent time doing the other things, you know, in preparation. And then I'm always watching stuff, and so is Gabe, that we're probably never going to do a podcast about, like, how I met your father. <laughs> no, it's so much fun. It's, it's a great show. Like, it's been fun, apart from a couple of the actors in it. But, like, um, I'll, like I, I don't feel good recommending that show. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to do an episode on it. I might mention it in an episode, like, "Hey, we're I'm watching this, and it's 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 happening to me." But you like, tell, tell me about why you're watching it in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> um, I have Bridgerton on the list, and I am not planning on. I don't even want to watch that show. I have it on my list because I know my wife might want to watch it. You can solo cast that one, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I solo cast a lot of our episodes because you don't watch it. Oh, but I'm hey still yo. sitting there. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that <laughs> <a> single. <laughs> and I have the time to watch this. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. There's what else is? I mean, there's so much stuff coming out. Like I said, I mean, later in the year, 1899, I have Clerks three up there, potentially coming out. Um, Obi one. Obi one. Yeah. Obi two. Obi uh, I have Halo. We have Atlanta season three is coming out in a couple of weeks here. Um, oh, Stranger Things is happening this year, season four. I had a couple of friends work on that. I think there's going to be a big movie dump, especially at the end of this year. Yeah, there's. I mean, December has Avatar two. Like finally, the full the delayed sequel. I'll believe it when I see it. Aquaman, yeah, no doubt. Aquaman sequel. Super Mario Brothers animated December. Uh, there's the the Brad Pitt Tobey Maguire movie Babylon. Um, the Flash is coming out in November. The new David O. Russell films coming out in November, which is cool. The Black Panther sequel is coming out in November. It's it's gonna be like 
really full and that's that's just movies like and then and then often i'll find uh like an album that i like i'm like hey can we do this album please because i really like this music or there's a like, video game like elden ring would be a perfect opportunity mm -hmm. to do a video game episode because it's trending and it's hot neither of us have played it like in and we don't even know how we would do an episode about it because although we would watch it on twitch or something like i i think i've watched enough we could do a cast right now. <laughs> okay <laughs> uh but but yeah there's always something in the works and then and then like i said we've done two ideology episodes there there may be some of our most successful episodes we've ever done and we have never done another one so I'm we always... couldn't tell you why or how people find those. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be fun to do another. I don't know. We, we Our Midnight Mass episode did really well. I don't even look at statistics that much. That's something else. Is like I, I, I just know this because I was happened to look the other day after like a year of not looking. But yeah, we put out Midnight Mass like in November. And it's it's I think it's our most successful episode ever at this point, which is weird. I think it's because it was such a weird show. People wanted to... It, like listen to people talking about that show yeah well, maybe not too many people covered it and people were looking for that content yeah yeah true mm -hmm. that's that's like the ticket when you can find like that kind of niche like thing and kind of like hey here, here, we did an episode about that then yeah I feel like it's always a good thing yeah, my older doctor uh, my older daughter recommended it to me the other day and i'm like oh i've heard about that yeah i've heard gabe and steve talk about that yeah it's really good. We just we never want it to become you know like a job like we have to cover this thing because it's trending. Or yeah. Because we just want to do it if we want to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It yep. Does. That's a good thing to remember. Even even now as you're saying, I'm like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do Euphoria. We should move, like turn. To, we yeah, we do a lot of casts. Like we've made a lot of friends over the podcast years doing podcast like podcasts or like you guys for instance. But I feel like. Like sometimes we just do them just to, to do them, and I don't know. Hopefully, it doesn't seem like we're ever losing that that Stephen and Gabe magic. That might be the worst thing you've ever said. No, no, <laughs> I've said some terrible things. No, but that might be the worst. So no, anyway. well, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you, I feel like it's it's pretty self evident when you're listening to something, uh, whether or not it's a podcast, and you know the the hosts really aren't there for it. You know, on the day, oh, I, yeah. I would I would never want to be part of that. Uh, operation <laughs> i'm most excited for this year i don't think i've said this on the cast yet but uh for the lord of the rings show yeah i yeah, am I'm for that too. beyond excited about that so pumped. you know what would be fun to do and anyone listening can steal this idea because it's a great idea we should do a bruce willis cast because bruce willis has released like six movies in 2021 what? <laughs> yeah you guys should look up this uh incredible factoid and nobody's watching them no they're all like straight to dvd movies how great would that podcast be though like just to, to tear into the new six bruce willis features yeah and that's another thing <laughs> we we've had like for mandalorian season two we put out video episodes on our instagram like, like exclusive to our instagram account we had one uh video episode per episode of mandalorian season two and we've, we're constantly talking about how can we do more. It's just, it's just that like you know, with timing and with two young children and a family for me, and uh, it's it's really hard to make it all work. He said, uh, and then there's game. <laughs> <laughs> and who can step up? Step up, raise my kids. Raise my kids. 
No. <laughs> you know, you guys seem to do just what you're passionate about, and and I appreciate that because you know it shows shows how much you care. So, you know, you got a whole list there. I mean, don't do what you're not passionate about. You know, but what drives you is uh, is what you guys are going to talk about, mm -hmm. and you guys do such a great job with it. So, thanks. That's good feedback because I'm I'm constantly wondering who's listening and, and why and what we should do next. You know, I, I what, love feedback. What I think it's like is like, remember in high school, just imagine you're sitting there, you just kind of look around and see a bunch of people talking to their own clique. And then mm -hmm. there's you and Gabe, Steven, just sitting there conversating about stuff. And the person that's listening to you is like, hmm, mm -hmm. these guys sound pretty cool. I want to know what they're talking about. And then eventually they go sit with you and then you got your audience and it builds from that. That's what I get when I listen to you guys. The chemistry mm -hmm. is good. Just like the chemistry is with me, um, Alan and um, Alfie. It's, it's very, it, it's not intentional. It's, it's, it's comfortable. So you, your comfortable conversation invites people to come in and, and want to listen to you and want to engage. You'd be like, I like what these guys are talking about, whether I'm going to watch the movie or TV series or not. They're very passionate about it, and I, I appreciate that. And I'm sure other people appreciate the passion that you guys bring to whatever shows you want to or, or movies you want to uh, talk about on your cast. And that's what I think. I think that's what you both bring to the table, and that's what that's what I like when I listen to you guys. Thanks so much. That's super encouraging, actually. I uh, thank you. That's the dream. The click destroyer. Gabe's uncomfortable with my Yes. <laughs> Stop getting us compliments right now. No more compliments. You know, a lot of a lot of podcasts have like main trigger followers. Like we have the Knights of the NWO. You guys have anything? Oh man, that's something we got to think about. I think I think even if there was something, Gabe and I would tear it apart to death. It's pretty, <laughs> it would because we we uh, call them the, the cultists, the pop cult. <laughs> Uh, the culties. Well, I was gonna, well, I was gonna say, <laughs> we just we don't like ta taboos or what am I trying to say here? Labels, labels. Yeah, like we we like we've joked before about having like a Patreon and like doing stuff like that. Like just to make check out our website and our Patreon. Just because like we the the moment that it becomes about that and it, for me like and I think for Gabe too is just like also we steal a lot of music. So I don't, <laughs> don't want to get like. Like the mouse is coming something. for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. So I'm like, I we really try to like not put labels on stuff. I don't think we there's even really much of a following. Following. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's you guys <laughs> and our friends in Oklahoma. Steven's mom. Yeah, Steven's my mom. mom. <laughs> my wife and Gabe doesn't even uh, listen to our podcast most of the time. <laughs> I to be fair, I, I live it. I, live, I, don't, I, I was there. Yeah, it would be fun though. I've, we've talked about cult heads, <laughs> pop heads. It'd be fun to do uh, some kind of because we Stephen is uh, he updates the Instagram a lot. He puts a lot of cool stuff there, but there's never really an avenue for engagement. I think with what would have what would be a community, you know, like with, there's no way like because the nerve. I try the NWO has like you know all these different platforms. And I Facebook, do not have Facebook yet. I don't know. Just, we don't have that. So. Step up, kid. I, nah. Ah, nah. Right. <laughs> I like coasting. Like coasting is my favorite. Drifting. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun. At the end of the day, it's, we're just, we, 
we would probably do it the same way if there was no engagement at all. It'd be nice, but we're not getting paid, so money's we make we make the time beneficial, yeah, to living. Yeah, we do make. Where can people find you? Which platforms? Uh, podcast platforms? You mean, or like, are you mean yeah. like uh, social media? Uh, I guess both. <laughs> we have an Instagram. It is at the Cult Popcast. I have to say that very slowly. That's C-U-L-T-P-O-P-C. And we also have a Twitter account that we do not use. I asked Gabe to take it. Step <laughs> up, man. I don't, I don't go on Twitter. Twitter is a mistake. Just... <laughs> Twitter is a is a terrible social experiment. So don't don't look us up on Twitter, at least now. I, I feel like you could make it really fun. I feel like I could. Yeah, give it to me. Right, I'll do. It. Really, I'll, I'll do the Twitter. Yeah, you give me the keys to the Twitter. I'll make some dope tweets. I, you can be about anything. I think it'd be hilarious if the cult podcast Twitter account was just, just popping off. Just nothing. It was like about like food reviews, like things you ate that day. Just had a Taco Bell. Well, Subway Subway was slightly worse than it was yesterday. Anyway, uh, hashtag Subway. Hashtag cult podcast. Hashtag eat fresh. Hashtag watch movies. Uh, <laughs> That'd no, so but funny. yeah, we have an Instagram. We have uh, that's it. <laughs> no, but you can find the cast. On yeah, if you looked, if you looked Podbean. on Spotify or Apple or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where I listen to it mostly. Or or anything that has podcasts that play them. Yeah, we're on everything. At least to my knowledge, I haven't looked up on everything. But when I when I've seen reviews and stuff, it shows like people listening to it on these platforms, and so I think we're. We're on Google Play too. So is Spotify in, the biggest. I try to make Spotify the biggest because Apple doesn't represent the colors of, of the episodes. I so I'm like, the colors. yeah, there you go. Damn. So that's why I'm always posting on Spotify, saying click the Spotify link, and and you can see kind of like the rainbow effect when you when you look through our episodes on Spotify. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Instagram. If it's if you dope. if you DM me. I will talk to you because I uh, I love talking to people. Steven loves slipping into those DMs. <laughs> slipping, sliding. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. It's just a pleasure. It's an honor. It's something that Joe, Alf, and I have been talking about for a while, and we've been trying to coordinate with you guys. And uh, this yeah. is just amazing for me. Thank you guys so much. Anytime you want us to come on, it's our pleasure. Just just access. We we will do that. What are your final thoughts or final words for the ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order? I hope everyone's okay. I hope everyone's healthy and happy and uh, experiencing something that they love. Uh, like uh, to actually to quote Dale, is Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks? Dale Earnhardt? No, Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. Yeah, uh, that's some good copy. No, it's not. What's the, what's the quote? Hold on, let me think for one second. It's uh, every day, once a day, give yourself a present. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds redefined. Booyah!